Hey everybody, it's Brian with the Dealership Fix-It Podcast. Tonight, Friday night, hopefully you're listening to this um, instead of doing anything fun over the weekend. Just kidding, I know you're probably doing a lot of other things. I probably get this listened to on a Monday. But uh, tonight we've got Alex Balon from MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Alex has been uh, running the program there. He's the president of MIJ, and he's been doing it for 15 years now. I think he told me this month is 15 years. So happy birthday or congratulations or whatever to Alex and uh, and all the folks that he's helped um, either find the right candidate for a job or the candidate he found a nice home that at a shop or, or otherwise that would... Uh, earn them the living they want um, you know if it's not a forever at least it gives them a nice uh, experience a nice place to be and uh, um, helps that process along so Alex as I'd mentioned is you know does uh, um, uh, has a job board um, again motorcycleindustryjobs.com and um, he's got some really cool Alex has had I don't think he's ever not had a job in the motorcycle business I've known him since uh, 2000 and about five um and alex is all into motorcycles so he's a real guy the sort of guy you definitely want to go and and find out what jobs are available um in motorcycles in power sports uh as a whole might be at a dealership might be for a manufacturer he's got it all uh but i got him on so uh check it out and um Again, as always, uh, please let us know your feedback. If there's something we're not doing right, let us know. Uh, we're going to keep plugging these in. I got a lot of people scheduled coming up, so stay tuned. But uh, here comes the dealership fix it. Thanks. This is Brian with the Dealership Fix It podcast. This is episode number 17. And tonight, a Friday night, end of the week. Hopefully, you guys had a great week. I got an old friend of mine, maybe not that old because you're pretty young. Uh, Alex Balon is joining me tonight from MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Alex, welcome to my podcast. Thanks, Brian. It's been a while <laughs> since we caught up. It has. Business has uh, has been busy, busy business. I imagine for you as well. <laughs> Yes, it has been. For anybody who doesn't know, I'm sure anybody listening to this would know of MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. But Alex is the president and founder, I guess, right? Absolutely. Yes. It's been your baby for how many years now? You know what? As a matter of fact, uh, this month we turned 15. Ooh, oh, I should have lined up the schedule a little better. I could have had you episode number 15 or something, but <laughs> 17 is as close as we get. 17, celebrating 15. Well, congratulations. That's a long time. And that is, I'd have to assume that, uh, you know, it's 2019. We're a few months into 2019. And if the news is accurate, unemployment is uh, very low. A lot of people are at work. I would think that either is making your job very difficult or it's making uh, a lot of dealers um, need you to connect them to the right 
help. Correct. Yeah, it's definitely a uh, job seekers market. Um, if, if you need a job, there is definitely not a lack of okay. jobs out there. Um, so job seekers, you know, especially in the dealership world, can, you know, if, if you want to experience Hawaii, uh, you can pretty much pick up and go. Um, it's funny because uh, actually we had a call from New Zealand. Oh, wow. uh, a recruiter from New Zealand. Uh, recruiter from New Zealand is looking for A-level tax, and they are they are in desperate need, and they're trying to poach out of uh, the United States and we're trying to figure out how to best help them. But at the same time, you know, uh, you don't want to take A-level tax out of out of the U.S. Well, only they're they're already they're already hard. I was about to, to say find. only if you want to uh, decrease the supply and increase the the, the what their going rate's going to be, and then dealers will find out and, and crucify you. <laughs> exactly. Right. Uh, that's interesting. I guess I wouldn't have thought about that, but you know, they're uh, you know if if there's another market where things are strong and they know that uh, this country loves their motorcycles and uh, plenty of people in the business to that want to do it for a living. I guess that uh, I guess that does make sense. Interesting, interesting point. Yeah, no, like you're right. I mean, um, employment is at an all-time low. Uh, jobs are out there for anybody who needs them. Uh, and then, you know, on top of that, uh, to make things even more challenging on the on the mechanic side of things. I, that, that's been a struggle for the past 15 years and getting worse uh, every year since the, the beginning. Um, I think, I think uh, you know, colleges and, and, and schools are, are dwindling in, in that kind of uh, market, but students aren't wanting to be mechanics. Uh, and the mechanics that are out there are sometimes just picking up and doing other stuff um we uh i recently heard about a, a an a-level tech who quit his job and became an outside sales rep oh. uh for hard drive which you know kind of in interested me and i piqued my interest I, I met him at a bar so i, I just just kind of picking his brain i'm like don't you know your your value like i can't believe you left that right <laughs> And, and and there's definitely a big big disconnect between dealers and uh, and techs, uh, especially good A level techs. With you know, this guy had 12 years uh -huh. of experience. Um, there, there's a big disconnect between use. Um, and let me explain a little bit further. So, I've had a dealer in the past let go of their A level tech or $2 an hour more. He, that's what he wanted. That's why the rep or the, the tech left. And um, I, I, <laughs> I was all but cursing at the dealer for letting him go. Um, it, it was just a mistake, right? Because I said, it's going to cost you lost business. It's going to cost you more uh, to even find one, um, you know, not only just in the sense of time, but in training and, 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 and just your, your, 
God, everything. Uh, sorry, this this one's hot for me. Oh yeah, no, this is what we. This it, is what I was just, looking for is kind of it, what what's going on in the world of uh, of connecting employers, employees, and back and forth. This is exactly what I was hoping we'd tap into. Yeah, and so anyway, you know, you you add a, a you know working forty hours a week for a full year ends up to being about two thousand eighty hours, right? You just work your forty hours a week, you know, in a year. That's two thousand eighty dollars, and you know, for a dollar, for every dollar raise that you right. give your employee, so times that by two, this guy was going to be out of pocket four thousand um, dollars. Okay, let me <laughs> ready for the <laughs> kicker. He, uh, I'm not going to tell you how much he spent with us. Uh, it wasn't close to four thousand, but here's the kicker: it took him over eighteen months to find an A-level tech. He, he finally, you know, he, he had a result to, you know, to even getting recruiters involved. And I don't know the details on how he ever ended up finding, finding them, if it came from a recruiter or not. But a lot of recruiters charge up to 20% of the person's salary. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, let's do quick math. If, if there's a, a general manager out there making 100000 and a recruiter goes and finds them, it's going to cost them twenty grand. Mm-hmm. Well, let's just... For you know, for giggles, say uh, a level tech is making fifty thousand, which I know they make a lot more than that. Um, you know, at twenty percent, that's ten thousand dollars, and you know, and the the tech may or may not work out. Uh huh. So that's why I was so fired up when this guy let him go for a couple bucks, because here's the other here's the other side of the coin, right? The dealer is like, well, I'll just get another one. Oh. No, you, 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 you don't, you don't, mechanics are not like salespeople, you know, uh, the sales guys on the floor selling the bikes are, are a dime a dozen, you, you know, you can, you can train somebody to, to be a salesman. Um, you, you can't train somebody to be an A-level mechanic uh, until you've trained them for a long uh-huh. time. So I think the disconnect is being that dealers don't know, A, how difficult it is to to find a tech and, and be really what the value is. Is there, um, you know, so <clears throat> I don't know the, uh, your portal, right? So you've got a job seeker and a employer section of your site when people are doing, doing business sure. with, with uh, MIJ. <clears throat> Does there mm-hmm. on the employer side, is there, is it easy for them to draw conclusions when they log in? Is it like uh, they're just, they would see a lack of, potentially, uh, you know, resumes or candidates for the position looking for that would indicate to them, hey, this is a red zone. I guess I'm, I'm thinking analytically, if, if I'm a dealer and I've never used your portal, and obviously we're doing a podcast, so there's no visual to go with this, so I got to kind of tell the story. But if if a dealer jumps onto the employer side, do they just need to kind of peruse um, what else is available for me before I make a drastic decision on somebody that I may not be able to backfill? Is that the way they do it? Or is there kind of more to the, to the portal? Or do you advise them to, to reach out to you for those sort of things to, to get the lay of the land on what the, that landscape looks like now? No. So it, it's actually pretty simple. And we actually just got done making a video. So that, that video actually is on our pricing. Oh, page. cool. So you guys, uh, if you guys on how, the website actually works. So if you guys uh, ever get a chance to go on there, just watch the video. It's a 90 second video that, that basically summarizes everything that we do. But uh, since we don't have that plane, uh, here's the gist of it, right? As an employer, 
there's two ways you can find candidates. One is you, you post the help wanted ad, no, no different than back in the day when you used to put in the newspaper, right? Or for our industry uh, in the back of cycle news. So, so you know, you're, you're just at the mercy of whoever decides to apply. And, you know, I, I use the analogy of just putting bait in the hook and putting it in the water and see if you get anything. Yep. Uh, the other option is you kind of, we have a resume database and what we encourage our dealers to do is, if, especially if they're in a hurry, right? And they're desperate. Um, they can, they can peruse our, our resume database and, and there's a lot of people that, uh, that are looking, a lot of people that, that just have their resume out there and aren't looking, but are, are open to offers. And we actually have that option for job seekers to put up there. It's like, Hey, I'm, I'm just browsing or no, I'm not interested in the job. I, or, you know, I am looking or anyway, it kind of gives you their okay. status. And so employers can log in and go, okay, I'm looking for a mechanic and I'm in California. Oh, okay. Uh, then you can start narrowing it down by, by cities and it'll tell you what resumes are out there. And the funny thing is a lot of these guys are employed, um, you know, but if there's a better opportunity, you can sell them on, on your job and why they should come work for you, then that's up to you. You kind of become your own recruiter. Uh -huh in a sense by resume rousing. And that's definitely active approach when, when you're out there browsing through, through you know, resume databases and, and reaching out to these guys and going, hey, what are you doing nowadays? You, know, you feel looking for an opportunity, you wanna come talk to me and see if we're right fit for each other? I, I know that as, you know, obviously it's what you end up talking to a lot of dealers about because, you know, it's, it's your, that's your baby, you know, but I also find that even though I shouldn't be really talking about employment uh, issues with any of my clients, because it's not what I do, it comes up an awful lot. And obviously like, you know, I, we started this call uh, with talking about, you know, unemployment being very uh, low, right? Am I saying that right? The unemployment is low. <laughs> the employment yes. is high. You know, I don't want to do the backwards <laughs> thing and have somebody <laughs> write me a letter about it. You know, I think that ends up happening. People bust Correct. their chops about it. But so that being the case, um, you know, I wonder if, I guess I wonder I, I, as an, as an, you know, an employer, a general manager, an owner, whoever makes the hiring and firing decisions, I, I wonder if these guys you know, you, you don't want to be held hostage if it's not working out, right? If you've got a, an employee, even if they're the most coveted of, right. of A-level tech positions. But I think it would sound to me like uh, a portal like yours and how they could use it would allow them to make a better decision that's not going to affect them, you know, being able to backfill somebody when you're it's needed or it's detrimental uh, to your business. Right. Okay. So I, I, I thought that's where you're going. Uh, let, let, let me just answer. And if I'm totally misunderstood then you know correct me but okay so recently when we relaunched the website uh a few months ago literally um we we recognize there's a problem mm -hmm. right dealers are always hiring they just are there's a it's a high turnover uh obviously depending on the position um but here's the problem dealers are always looking but when they're looking they need they, they want somebody to, to, uh, to take that job tomorrow. And that's just not how it works in the job market. You know, um, 
I, I compare it to like Match.com. It's like, well, find me a soulmate tomorrow. <laughs> you probably dealers or people have probably a better chance of finding a, a, somebody on Match.com faster uh... than, than somebody looking for 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 an employee, let alone a, a uh-huh. tech. So, so when the new site launched, I, I knew the dealer's problem. So we kind of relaunched with a with a, a new option call it and that basically what i wanted to do is i want dealers to not be in a panic and to be proactive and think ahead right because they know that this is going to be a problem at one point or another (laughs) it's just a matter of when it's not Uh if right so we we came up with a subscription program and what my thoughts were behind this was you know what i'm we're just going to charge a low monthly fee and we're going to let people just post unlimited amounts of jobs, just post away, uh-huh. right? Um, and what that's going to do is it's going to allow dealers to create a database, resume database backup, call it. So let's say you're hiring uh-huh. for a tech, right? And you post your ad. Okay, and let's say you found one, right? You're, you're one of the lucky ones and you found one within 30 days. I'm saying, don't stop there. You have unlimited postings. Keep posting for tech jobs. You don't know what's going to happen with, uh, you know, with that one if it's going to work out. You don't know if uh, if you're going to need a different one. You don't know if you're going to need two. And watching dealers to since they have as many ads as they want to always be looking. So that's kind of our new tag phrase: always mm-hmm. be looking. And always be looking for salespeople, always be looking for, for parts guys, always be looking for mechanics, always be looking, just have those resumes on, on, on file. So when you do need somebody, you just go, oh yeah, this guy applied, you know, and now we need one. So they'll have a, um, like I said, a base to go off of. Is... So was that kind of where you're Yeah, going? definitely, you just... because that's, you know, that's obviously, I would, I would have to assume that in, you know, power sports, I would think that that's a shift that the majority of uh, the dealer base doesn't do it that way. So I guess I would, I'm just pointing out that, yeah, that I think there are shifts that occurred that, you know, I don't know how many people will listen to this podcast, right? It's, it's a growing newer podcast. I haven't paid for any advertising to get the word out. But it's been a good amount of engagement for those who listen and and, uh, and they really like the insights. I like that sort of an insight because I'm sure that these shifts that are occurring in how they would use you and how they should use you um, and how they actually do use you, um, they need to be made aware of those. Uh, like like that example, like always, you know, you're always got something cooking because it doesn't cook, you know, other than the, we're the microwave generation or whatever. It doesn't, it's not cooked in seconds. You have to prepare the ingredients and obviously, you know, you get it cooked and get something else cooking. You know, I guess that that's, as you're saying it, I'm thinking of cooking stuff that, you know, as you joked about jumping on match.com, if you're looking for your soulmate, it's hilarious, but probably not far off because of how instantaneous, you know, all of us nowadays expect just things to happen. So (laughs) I guess that's, that's a good, uh, a good reality check you know, from, uh, from your perspective, is there, um, <clears throat> so if somebody goes in and, you know, if, if we're talking about, again, probably at this point, we're talking about a dealer 
placing an ad. Uh, I'm looking for this position. Are you finding that dealers tend to do something when they should be doing something else as far as how they nut and bolt of what's included, what's not included? Do you have recommendations for them on, on what to do that on MIJ? Because, right, I throw that out there because I think this nuance is vitally important in my business and what I do day to day. You know, my day job is the cycle trader and RV trader guy. And when I get the right dealer to talk with me and they are open to say, how could I do something better? How can I move the needle to the better? You know, I don't want to spend any more money with you, but I want to do better. Great. Are you paying attention? Great. Because I got (laughs) lots of lots of ideas for you. But sometimes it takes that. And I just want to give, you know, I figure you have that. I'd like to give you kind of the opportunity to, to lay out some examples. Yeah, well, not only that, right? It's also follow through. Like we can feed the dealers as much info as, they, as, as we have in, in experiences and what we do. Uh, but they, they got to do some yeah. of that yeah. as well. So here, uh, the reason I laughed is, uh, you know, I can think of uh, many ads uh, in the past, you know, where, where the dealers are just not, uh, not very descriptive. Right? And, and their job openings. And I think what a lot of dealers forget is that you have to sell the job. Yeah. You, you, you ha- and, and not, not just the job, the company. Yeah. Okay, who yep. are you, right? What, what, what are your values? What are your core values for that dealership? Who, who are you as that dealership? Where are you, where are you located? Is that area attractive to live in? Uh, you know, if you're recruiting from out of state, um, because a lot of these mechanics uh, and, and salespeople and parts guys that, you know, sometimes they're, they ended up in a different state, but they want to go back home or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So anyway, you know, uh, the ads that we have seen, let's just say flat out fail, um, are the ones that says dealership is hiring for salesmen. That's it. There's nothing else. Yeah. You know, uh, how about this? We need a tech. Uh-huh. Okay. That's it. No, I, I seriously uh-huh. seen one sentence ads and, you know, we, we try to help the dealer. We're like, you're not, you know, you're not paying by the word, right? <laughs> like, this, <laughs> you, you can, you can, you can tell us as much as you want to tell us. And, and so my questions were to the dealers like, Oh, okay. You're hiring a, a, a salesman or a tech. Okay, great. Do you, do you want to tell us how much you're going to pay? Do you want to tell us if you offer benefits? Do you want to tell us what brands your dealership carries? Do you want to tell us where it's located <laughs> and why somebody would want to work there? You know, and, and, and it's like, uh, my God, it's like, hey, let's go see that new movie that came out. Well, without ever seeing a trailer. That's why trailers exist, right? <laughs> Teaser, trailers baby. exist to draw Teaser, in. right. Yeah. I mean, tell us, tell us about that movie. Tell, is it action? Is it comedy? What is you it? know that it, it's, you know, I think it's, I always think of it as an automotive issue, right? In automotive, because we all have to buy cars and you still see it out there, you know, the, but, but of course I say that like, it's only them. Obviously I have, I see dealers on, on my portal and, and elsewhere and the, anywhere that you see that do the same thing, which is the old, well, I don't want to give too much info because I want them to come to me 
and I will give the info. And then I've got the, the rapport started or whatever, the whole concept that I'm going to list a car and I'm going to leave out one of or multiple vital pieces of them to be able to make a decision. They got to come to me for that. That, that idea has been long since dead, probably five or 10 years. It's getting worse, but it, it was probably dead five it years is. ago. And I think and on your side of it, I would think even more important than in, the, in this example, I'm talking about like it's a motorcycle or it's an automobile or whatever for sale, but even maybe more so on yours, as you'd mentioned, you know, I think it's not just, uh, I mean, obviously we're talking about multiple generations and different um, sort of attributes to a generation of different uh, age or whatever, mm-hmm. but especially now people are becoming more and more on, look, I don't want to, I don't want to. I don't want to waste everybody's time. I need to know, is this place going to gel with me? Right. So obviously the younger, I think generations are more of that than maybe myself or yourself or older ever were, but that's the new standard, isn't it? I mean, to, to, I want the, you give, you tell me all about it and then I'll determine if it's accurate and we'll move forward. I mean, it seems like that's what's expected now. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're, we're in the age of, we're in the Amazon yeah. age, instant gratification. Yeah. Right? You know, uh, so it, it is uh, very similar. So I'll tell you a, another quick mm-hmm. story. So I had uh, one of our dealers, and, and Jason is my business development guy. Uh, he handles a lot of the, mainly 99% of the, the, the mm-hmm. customers. And he was talking to this dealer, and, you know, the dealer did a decent job at, uh, at I say decent, but we still coach them and we help them write a, a better, better ad, right? Like teaser. Hey, tell us about your location. Tell us about this. Well, uh, Jason and the dealer were texting back and forth. Right. And the guy was so passionate about his dealership and he was texting Jason, you know, photos of the shop. They did FaceTime and Jason's like, holy, really cool dealership. Like, you know, the, the merchandising was fantastic. The decor was cool. Like, it just had that cool motorcycle shop uh-huh. vibe. It wasn't sterile. What Like, it was just, it looked like one of those places where you just want to kind of bench race with the parts guys, uh-huh. like the old school shops. Um, anyway, but the guy was so excited and, and just passionate, which is none of that translated into his ad. <laughs> <laughs> and we're like man like and and so maybe that is the hook right like if you interviewed with this guy he would make you probably want to work for him right and so we're like man give us those same pictures give us the pictures of of your shop and let's put them Mm -hmm. in the ad why like show people Mm -hmm. that it's that your shop is cool Mm -hmm. right let's Um, let's just say hey in in this you know obviously assuming that everything's going on it's 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 equivalent to a sale obviously in this case the 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 the, uh the prospects aren't getting very far down the funnel because you're not you're not making enough sizzle happen to get them to to dip their toe in and then jump in to to determine more information isn't it funny that maybe that's a shift you know for uh the the right now uh sort of generation of, of that we're all in which is i can just post something now and see if it works and i can change it later you know maybe maybe that's part of how that's yeah. really not translating to well you know it's funny is you just made me think of my earlier analogy right so the the fishing mm-hmm. analogy so he placed an ad and he put his you know he put his uh, the bait in the hook and just set it in the water 
right? So he's got this fake worm sitting there, right? But as we all know, if you've ever fished, you kind of got to jiggle it a little uh -huh. bit, right? Make it, make that worm look like it's alive and attractive and, and you got to tease it. And, and but none of that is happening. And, and, and I think that matches that fishing analogy right <laughs> yes. there, right? Let's pull on that line and tease the fish uh -huh. a little bit. Well, we're all getting caught up by something shiny, and that's you know kind of the world we live in. So we're probably more than ever having to, uh, you know, uh, whatever. Automatically, our brain is is deleting things that may have in the other days, the old days, may have made the top you know of our mind. But now I think we're we're automatically eliminating pieces of information that come in. So I, I just would, when I look at it, I just think of the same thing as I do with, you know, with my, the business I do every day. And it ends up being, you know, you, you, you're not, you're not putting forth the effort in this way, but you know, I don't want to be too critical. I get it. You know, I've, I've worked at dealerships and I see plenty of them now and I get the things that they're up against as far as time and personnel and, you know, all those pieces of it. Uh, sorry that was uh oh that's okay there. that's okay um yeah i mean the site uh, i'm and i'm on here now perusing kind of looking through your site and just see what looks it definitely looks really it's really clean looking easy to go in and change the sort you know to areas and uh very you can do keywords and things on it now um from uh yeah and uh unfortunately i i, I uh, my my credit card uh had fraud on it and uh, so I had to cancel it, which was my my payment form for the maps. And, uh, and that's what I was working on when, when I had to call in, because right now the maps are down. Uh, that'll, be, that'll be back up in about how far, how, 20 minutes when I'm off the phone. Yeah, that's you. the world we live in, too. If I don't have three or four customers that had a credit card fraud, they went offline, their bill didn't get paid, they're freaking out, like, am I going to get turned off? You know, it, that's uh, that's, I guess, also today's world or something. You know, it definitely seems like it. I'll make sure to add a yeah but you can but yeah but you can search by map you can zoom in uh you know and 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 it's kind of a catch-22 because you you know you have to load more jobs for the map to populate so it's kind of it's kind of interesting it, we're trying to figure out a way to you can search all the jobs on the map but they won't show up on the map unless they're populated below. okay so, maybe we'll figure it out yeah one well Anyway, the, the more you scroll, the, the more jobs that load. It's pretty simple. So, huh. okay. So you've, you, in your side of it, you know, if I'm talking, if, if a, you know, if a dealer's listening to this and they're thinking, huh, yeah, I'm not really, you know, I've not really done any of this. When I, when I need somebody, I go and look for somebody, obviously, you know, you get paid to provide a service and doing that and being their resource in that way. But you, what you're saying is take some of the pain out of the length of time it's going to take you. If you're, anticipating or even if you're not you may want to consider loading up some examples of you know get the get the big net thrown out and see if you can you know upgrade some of your yeah, and, and again it, it's it's uh it all depends on the dealership yeah. right if it's a high turnover dealership then yeah you definitely want to go that way if you need somebody in a once in a blue moon then it's obviously a different service you know well, it's, it's, you know, as, as a lot of the different roles I've had in, in power sports and obviously I think you as well. And then this one's the, the same sort of a scenario. There's, you know, it's a connecting point. You're, you're offering something to connect 
someone with something to someone who needs something. You know, in this case, it's it's uh, employers, employees, and uh, you know, definitely required. And, yeah, we've we've all been in this industry for so long that you know, it's funny the amount of traffic that that the site gets of people in the industry who have jobs, but they just want to see what else is out there and who else is hiring more, more just to be nosy. They're not even looking <laughs> for a job, right? But they they want to just go out there because you know they know mm-hmm. either these companies or 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 whoever and just go. Oh, they're hiring. I wonder what happened to so and so. Well, you know what's funny too is uh, I don't know. I mean, it's definitely. I think it's the time where. People are analyzing if they're, you know, living the sort of life they want. People are, are obviously much more thoughtful about that than they were 10 or 15 years ago, I think. But I have people reach I, out to me who don't work in motorcycles at all, power sports, nothing like that. But they'll say, oh, man, you know, I do ride and I would like to. What, what would it what sort of a job? And then I find myself, you know, like, I'm, you know, Friday night or Saturday at middle of the day at a soccer game and I'm looking through. MIJ and I'm looking through and I'm not looking for me. I'm look. I mean, I guess I have certainly I've used your services many times <laughs> through the years, not recently because I love my job, <laughs> but, um, of course. but, uh, but I, but I find myself on there a lot to say, Oh dude, there's this, you know, brand X or dude, you wanted, you always said Colorado's a place you'd like to live. And then you'd be way closer to me than, you know, New York, my friends I grew up riding with, like right. there's a, there's a, there's a spot, you know, Steamboat Springs, Colorado wouldn't, that would be, so epic to live there right yeah yeah what, what's that job i'll send him the link you know that's you right. know i guess but you know going going back to what you just said you know i love my job now here I, i'm going to give you two examples one well one example the other one i think is just my opinion but <laughs> i think it's a lot more my opinion is i think it's more socially acceptable in the dawn of uh the social media age with linkedin uh-huh. and everything to to have your resume out there uh well when i first started this man people were scared to upload their resume i don't want my employer to find out yeah like, you know there, there was that stigma there now i mean go to linkedin everybody's resume is mm-hmm. on there it's, and and they're and they're friends just, with their employer <laughs> managers right At the same yeah, time yeah right go figure <laughs> so um yeah so i you know and and that's actually one of the reasons why we we created that that option for people to go okay hey if you feel with your employer you need to cover your butt you just write hey no i'm not looking for Uh a job but i'm open to 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 opportunities Uh and so you know we call that the status uh or no i'm not looking or or no i'm you know or yes i am looking like but it all depends on on the person's situation to make it a little call it a little more friendlier for them um but uh like I said, I think it is more sociable acceptable. So I'll give you a quick, the other, the quick story. So I ran into a parts manager at AIM Expo in Vegas, uh-huh. right? And I hadn't seen this guy in a while. I'm like, oh, how you doing? And he goes, man, I love MIJ. He goes, but I got to tell you, he goes, my, my GM, he was the parts manager. He goes, the GM saw my resume on there. And she came to me and she's like, what the heck's your resume doing on there? And I went to her and I went, it's always on there. <laughs> and she looked at me like, what? She's like, I'm not looking to leave. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking to leave at all. But I got to tell you, if somebody comes knocking on my door and offers me $100,000 to uh, go work for them, mm-hmm. I'm going to talk to them. Uh-huh. And I guess she kind of went, yeah, I would too. Yeah, there you go. Right? <laughs> and, so, 
it, it was kind of weird that it, it totally turned around that she confronted him, but at the same time, at the very end, she's like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So, it's uh, yeah, like anything else, right? We're all, we're all people and we all hopefully do something that we enjoy, but ultimately we usually get employment for not only our own gratification and to do things that way, but we need to, you know, feed our family and, and take care of our things, our bills or whatever. You know, I've had several different places I've been employed where the person I reported to, I swore was a lifer, you know, and I was like, I enjoyed what I did, but I was like, man, I'm going to be four jobs away from this at one point, And that person's still going to be, they're probably going to die in that role. I mean, I really swore that was the case. And they'd left while I was still there for another job. And, yeah. and it was kind of like, you know, you think you would learn the first time something like that happened. And then another time, and I'm like, yeah, I guess it's just, we're all just like anybody. If I go to a dealer and I'm talking to him about something and they tell me somebody's for sale, another dealer. And I say, yeah, I was surprised to see that. And then they say, well, you know, we're all for sale for the right money. I'm like, I get it <laughs> the same way, just the same way. If you're not, uh, even if you love what you do, you know, if you're not open to, uh, to entertain and talk about other things, I think you'll find yourself uh, at a worse place at some point, you know? Yeah. It's funny. We, we kind of talk about, you know, uh, here in the office, we'll talk about, you know, people don't think about us until they need us. Yeah. And it's right. We're, we're a com sometimes we're a complete afterthought until the day they need yep. us. Right. And we've, and we've talked to, we've talked to dealers. We're like, they don't give us the time of day. They don't No, nope, We don't need your services. Well, all of a sudden they find out they they're looking mm -hmm. for a job, uh, you know, for whatever reason or another. And all of a sudden they want to be our best mm -hmm. friend. <laughs> so, you know, it, I think it's uh, just a little bit of, everything but I'm, I'm going to tell you uh i'm going to tell you one of, read to you one of my my favorite quotes by richard branson mm. so train people well enough so they can leave but treat them well enough so they don't want to yep right and that's just such a simple thing <sighs> well you know most but i guess most um most of the dealerships, at least that I interact with, of course, we got our we got our a lot of some of them that are big boys that 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 have maybe I don't want to say more resources, but they've got a maybe a firm a more firm uh, scenario laid out. They might have a full on HR uh, person or division of their company, right? But the majority of the ones I've worked at through the years have been an owner, a husband and wife. You know, one is an operator on on a daily basis. One probably does book work and is the HR person. And ultimately I think, you know, what you're talking about um, is, is very needed, but is probably easy to get lost in the shuffle of keeping up with retail, you know, in a, in a crazy feast and famine sort of a day or week or month or whatever, you know, but uh, good to know. And uh, I just was, uh, as we're talking and, and uh, I was browsing through and looking and I jumped on, I know that we on cycle trader had you, uh, linked, you know, when people would go and do their mm -hmm. research and it's still there, I guess I didn't realize you and I had talked about it, but it's been up for a while and it's still there. Yeah. You go yeah. under and it's under the, uh, under cycle trade. If you go to research and then go to resources, resources. yeah, it's right down there. It's I framed it and looks great. Interesting. It's, uh, yeah, hopefully, you know, I know that you've been doing it a long time. I know you've got a real good foothold in it. Um, but you're, I think, I mean, you're really the main, I mean, I know you got competitors like we all do, but you're still the main go-to as far as, you know, somebody needs to figure out what's available or, or they just like, cause they want to keep their foot in the door a little bit. Yeah. I mean, 
I mean, if we want to talk about competitors, I, I, there's been two other job boards that came into the industry in the past 15 mm -hmm. years, and they, 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 I think they quickly realized that there's not enough room for, it's a small industry, there's not enough room for, for two, let alone mm -hmm. three. And, um, and, and the recruiters, well, you know, I, I don't consider them uh, competition. We actually work with a, a really reputable re recruiter, um, you know, Jan Plesner. She she worked at Kawasaki for a long time. Now she's got uh, action recruiting, and you know, we work with them because they're more hands on. She she will, you know, she'll go out there and catch the fish yep. for you. She'll bait your hook. She'll she'll sit there in the water trying to catch yep. that fish for you and you just go about mm -hmm. your business so mm -hmm. um it's definitely a more more hands-on uh service than we kind of ever want to offer i wouldn't say ever you never know where things might mm -hmm. go but uh it, yeah it's just definitely a different type of service mm -hmm. well interesting we've uh we've gone over i told you if you could give me 30 minutes i'd like to chat with you and we've gone over it so i i yeah, I'd love to have you on again in the future at some point. And just, you know, if you, in the meantime, uh, think about things that if there's anything you think, oh, I really, I should have talked about this or what I'd love for dealers to know this. Cause it's a common mistake. If there's anything like that, let me know. We'll, uh, we'll jump back on another session. I think uh, what you do is important for me to share with guys that I'm trying to show them. Here's some stuff that I'm told is broken. Here's a guest that I've got on that can, can give their examples of how you can fix it. And that's kind of why I did this whole, podcast so got it off of the dealer well uh, uh as we were talking you know we have a uh, a pretty good strong dealer database i think we got well i'm not going to call them dealers osaki and ktm and oh yeah yeah are, are yep. in our are in our employer yeah. category but we got we got about seven thousand uh again employers uh -huh. um in our database. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll shoot them the dealership fix it uh, oh, cool. podcast yep. link. And, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, I think what you're doing is fantastic. I think, you know, <laughs> you, you could have a podcast for the rest of your life on, on uh, you know, tips and tricks to, to, to help. <laughs> well, right. And that's all we're, we're doing yeah. is just tips it, and tricks. It's uh it's funny because when I first was thinking about it, it was just, I was sitting with one of my, local to where I live now, one of my local motorcycle dealership, the owner of the, sh of the shop. And he always had the craziest stories, not even like crazy, just like great stories. And I'd, I'd leave with him and I'd be thinking about the, this things we talked about. And I was like, that guy should have a show. And I thought he's not going to have a show, right? He's a full-time dealership guy that, that you know, puts all of it into that and leaves whatever's for his family. And obviously, you know, important other things for his life. But I kept thinking, and I thought, I should go in one day with something to record. And I was thinking, what the heck would I do with it? And I was like, oh, I listened to like Joe Rogan and all these other guys. And I was like, you can do that stuff for free. You can put it up. And then I started thinking, well, let me see if there's other stuff like that. Maybe I should just help those people connect to the people who have good stories if I run into them. And I looked and there was nobody right. doing dealership level stuff. So I was like, you know, huh. Maybe, I don't know, would I, and then immediately I talked myself out of it. Like, well, you know, I have one or two stories, not worth opening up a podcast channel and having two things on it for life. You know, it's like, that's dumb. Oh man, you should have talked to me. Are you <laughs> kidding? You, you can, I mean, seriously, I mean, you can talk to a 20 year uh -huh. guy. You can, you can talk yep. to uh, F and I expert. Yep. I know a couple. Yep. Uh, you know, well, that's, that's how I've lined up, you know, from the first couple. 
you know, and then putting them out there just for free on social media, not paying to do it or anything. But right. that's exactly how I've lined up with every week. I get multiple guys and then somehow the schedule doesn't drive because I have to do these in the evening. Right. If I'm doing it with the evening and a guy mm-hmm. in, in uh, North Carolina, it's like by the time I can do it, it's midnight for him. He's like, oh, can we do this another day? And I'm like, they're all going to look like this. They're all going to be. <laughs> you know, Unless you want to do it on a Saturday. Exactly. Or well, that's what I say. And I'm willing to do it. Like I say, this isn't something I'm doing to get paid for. I just want to make sure, you know, we're connecting folks who who are in need of information with some who at least believe they've got some perspective to share and well, not only that, I mean, if, if, if doing this was painful, we would have been done, with, you know, 29 <laughs> minutes and 59 seconds, yeah, right? Yeah, good but, point. You yeah. know, uh, there's uh, no time is going to fly if you're doing what you enjoy yeah. and, and what's fun to us and what yeah. you, you, you know and live and yeah. breathe. Spread the good word, right? It's yep. what we do. I mean, it's... So. <laughs> Well, cool, man. Um, yeah, let's put a let's put a bookmark in this or whatever it's called nowadays, since people don't read books. But uh, let's put a wow, you're quickly aging <laughs> yourself right there. Let's put a let's put a place marker here. Uh, what did I say? I said to... uh, let's put it on in- that Insta book <laughs> on the face, the face, my face. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, let's uh, let's catch up another time on this. And uh, I appreciate you jumping on uh, for anybody. You know, if you guys are listening to this, uh, you need to go check out MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com because if you're an employee or, or an employer, um, you, yeah, you, you need to get plugged in there and, uh, you can link up with Alex on LinkedIn and other places. Alex Balon is his name. Uh, if you got questions for, uh, for him or for me, feel free to send them to me. I'll forward stuff to Alex. I'm at, uh, dealership at gmail.com. And as always, I would recommend wherever you're listening to this podcast, please, uh, please give me some feedback on it. You know, give me some stars if you like it. Uh, give me an email if you don't. I'd prefer that. Uh, but more importantly, share with anybody else you know that either has a story to, to share. I'd love to get them on or just to get the word out and get more guys listening so we can have a, uh, an elevated level of perspective. I don't want to assume that my small audience of people from the beginning is the end-all, be-all. We certainly aren't. And I've got a lot of great guests lined up. Please, again, share it. Alex, thanks for coming on. Hey, one last quick question. Have you ever had yeah. a, a dealer principal on your show? I have one scheduled. That's oh, a, okay. Because uh, that's, that's the other side of the coin, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. Yep. I've got one scheduled. His schedule's hard. It's his his is his is hard to uh, to line up. We've gone back and forth a couple times, and uh, and I've and I've got several people that have said, "Oh, you need to get such and such on," and they've put them in touch with me. We just haven't hammered out a time, but uh, I am interested in in uh, definitely uh, uh, beyond the who are at a dealership at a daily basis, and I've gotten some of those and some I'm scheduling with, but I'm interested in. Uh, you know, maybe some uh, district managers, like I was a district manager and I can talk about it, but I've not done it for many years now. So I don't want to assume it's right. the same, but I know that those guys might be a little bit like, oh, you know, we got like a PR person. We probably don't want to say too much on a recorded show. And I try, you know, not to be a sneak attacker, but I get where that could be maybe a little scary. So, you know, if you know anybody at a manufacturer that wants to talk about either big shifts that they're seeing and things that they would love for a dealer to know or, uh, whatever, you know, just definitely stuff sure. that, uh, you know, a group of uh, people at a dealership that work with dealerships at any level um, either don't know or need to hear some more. <laughs> so, cool. Okay. Thanks for well, jumping thank in, man. Talk soon. Yeah, no worries. This was fun. Thanks, right. Alex. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.